Have you ever poured your heart into a new idea only to have a close friend brush it off with a casual, oh, that's interesting, or shared a personal revelation waiting for a loved one's validation only to get a tepid, oh, that's different, or maybe just been blindsided by someone's actions and found yourself stuck in a whirlwind of blame, bouncing between blaming them and blaming yourself? Well, today we're diving into a topic that hits home for so many of us, but can truly be a game changer for our personal growth, the idea of radically loving responsibility. Now, when I say responsibility, I don't mean fault. Let's clear that up right from the start. It's so easy to confuse the two, but they're distinct concepts. You see, as we know, life can throw us curveballs, and often people are going to say or do things that affect us in ways we never imagined. Sometimes those things are painful or challenging. And our instinct, it's to react, sometimes to blame, and often to protect ourselves. But here's the thing. You can't control the actions, words, or thoughts of others. The universe doesn't hand us a remote control with buttons that dictate the behavior of those around us. You can, however, decide how you show up in response. And that's where radically loving responsibility comes in. It's about recognizing your power in how you show up in the world, how you respond, how you perceive, and how you decide to move forward. In today's episode, we're going to explore this nuanced world of radically loving responsibility, as well as the important distinction between permission and support, shedding light on the transformative power of owning your reactions without getting trapped in the blame game. So whether you felt like a victim of circumstances or have found yourself pointing fingers, today's discussion just might offer the perspective shift you've been searching for. This is All the Damn Things, the podcast committed to helping women achieve your dreams, even after going through deeply challenging experiences. My name is Bevan Ferrand, the founder of the Take the Damn Chance movement and creator of the Do the Damn Thing method. Yes, I say damn a lot, but it does mean something. It stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments not minutes, and now is the time. When it's come to navigating my own deeply challenging experiences and bringing my biggest dreams to life, this framework has changed my life, and I know that it can make a huge impact on yours. Radically loving responsibility is the understanding that the only thing that I can control 100% is how I show up. That's the only thing that I can control. I can't control your response to it. I can't control whether you're here right now. I can't control if you're going to take what I say and take it out into your own life. The only thing I can control 100% is how I show up. A lot of times people want to push that off onto other people and say things like, it's not my fault. I couldn't do anything about it, Uh, which there's a lot of circumstances that we can't control anything outside of what we are doing. So I explain it like, I didn't want my husband to die, right? I did not control that. I could not control that. I could not stop it from happening. That is true. That is not my fault. That is not my responsibility. What is my responsibility was how I showed up in our relationship prior to him passing away, how I show up my relationship with my children now and how we continue to talk about him and and share him and he's alive in our life every day how I share the story of him and I 
to the world. My responsibility when I chose to have my daughter, my youngest daughter, was I was responsible for showing up fully in that decision. Other people responded however they were going to respond. That, that's their, that's on them, right? So like my dance space, your dance space, if you guys remember Dirty Dancing. All that we can do is take 100% radically loving responsibility for how we are showing up. We let other people take their own responsibility for how they are reacting to what we're doing. You're not trying to control other people's reactions or responses. You're literally just the only thing I can ever control is like my thoughts, my actions, what I'm doing. It's important to know this as you're building your tribe because there are going to be times where you reach out to someone and they don't even respond to a text or an email. I had this experience. My son is in preschool. He has this little girl he calls his girlfriend and he really wanted to have a play date with her. And I texted her mom and I was like, hey, can we arrange a play date? And she didn't respond. And I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this. I feel like I am being ghosted in friends dating. And so my choice, right, I got to choose. That was totally a story that I was telling myself about why she didn't respond. And I'll tell you how I knew that in a second. So my choice was, okay, do I want to try again? So I think I might have emailed her and I still didn't get a response. And I was like, okay. But then he was asking. So I said, I am going to text one more time because I found out that she had literally just had a baby, right? So here I am. I could be telling myself all these stories about, oh, she must already hate me. Maybe that her daughter hates my son, all these things. Instead, it was like, I'm going to choose how I act, how I show up in the world. I texted her again. We had the play date and it was fine. That was the only thing I could control. Yes, at a certain point, I was going to stop texting her. In fact, I told her that was the last time I was going to text her. That's the only thing I can do. Radically loving responsibility for my action, my thoughts. That is what you want to stay focused on as you're starting to think about who do I need in my life, right? You're going to take radically loving responsibility so that you can show up with grace and creativity, and then you're going to let other people do the same so they can respond however they want. You give them grace. You allow them to have that creativity. The other piece of it that I want you guys to remember is the difference between permission and support. So you are asking for people to show up in your life, right? You're asking them to be part of your tribe. You are not asking them for permission. You are not asking them for permission to go after your big dreams. You're inviting them to support you, but they don't have to. So that I saw this, there were two reasons this all started to come up for me. One was when I was in my 20s and I was doing an apprenticeship and I lost my funding two weeks before I was supposed to start the apprenticeship in London and spend five weeks in Italy. I had to pay for this apprenticeship. I had to pay 60000 before I was supposed to get on the plane. I lost my funding. And so I was reaching out to a bunch of people trying to figure out how could I come up with this money. And one of the people I asked was my uncle. And he basically said no. <laughs> Which, and at that time, I was devastated. But as I got further into my coaching and further just into the damn framework, the do the damn thing method, I looked back at it. And in that particular case, I was asking him for permission, like, hey, can they have this money to do it? 
I was inviting him to support me on the apprenticeship. But his decision about whether or not to support me, in this case financially, but was not going to change my decision about whether or not to do it. Same thing when I decided to get pregnant with Maristella. I was, I literally, I have to find the video that I sent out to my family. So I told a few people, I told, I told my cheerleaders, I told a few more people. And then when I was 12 weeks pregnant and I was sharing it with everybody, first time I told Mark's family about it, first time I told most of our mutual friends, a lot of my extended family, I sent out this video and I was like, hey, I'm sending this video because I want you to hear how excited I am about this new adventure. I'm pregnant. I this and I kind of told the backstory and I, I didn't just say it like that, but I just told the backstory. And then I said, if you want to support me on this, if you're excited about it, I would love to hear from as many of you as possible. I would love your support. If you're not comfortable with that, if you're not jazzed by this idea, that's OK, too. Because what I had to relay to them was that they were invited to support me. They were not required to support me. You have to remember as you're inviting more and more people into your life to support you, to support you just in your everyday life and support you on new adventure, whether that's health journeys, business, whatever it is, you are inviting them to support you. You are not requiring them to do it. Requiring them is a demand. You can't force anybody to do it. So this that's the difference between permission and support. It might be the exact same question. You might be saying, hey, I'm doing this new thing. I would love your support. It's a different energy than, hey, I'm doing this new thing. What do you think? Because when we ask, what do you think? Or what are your thoughts? Or do you think that I should? There is an inherent question mark at the end and you are unconsciously asking for permission. And the problem with permission the problem with asking people for permission, it's, there's several problems with it. One is they try it on for themselves. And if they're at all uncomfortable, they will start eating away at your dream. The other issue is there is a little bit of... So if you remember when, or like when you were a kid and you were going on a field trip, you had to get a permission slip from your parents to go. And in that permission slip, your parents were like signing away responsibility. Like they couldn't sue the school. They're like, hey, I give you permission to take my child and take care of them. But if you mess it all up, I'm not going to sue you for $10 million. That's what a permission slip is. It's like the fine print. I'm such a lawyer. That's what the fine print is. I won't sue you for $10 million. But when you're asking people for permission and when you're saying, hey, what do you think? Do you think that I should? They feel this like this this responsibility, like all of a sudden they're feeling responsibility for your actions. Remember, we're staying away from that. You're responsible for your actions. They're responsible for theirs. But they're like, oh my gosh, if I unconsciously give permission to this and it fails, I told her to do it. I told her she should. That doesn't matter, right? Because if they told you you have to do it, you're still only going to do it if you really want to. So that is why we focus on radically loving responsibility, only responsible for what we do. And when we are inviting people in, we are, in, we are asking for their support and never for their permission. 
right? You don't need anybody's permission to go after your big, bold dreams. I think that's the banner on my Facebook profile right now, but you don't. You don't need anybody's permission to go after your big, bold dreams. If you're curious how the do the damn thing method might work for you in your life, then I invite you to book a do the damn thing discovery call with me. I've opened up a few one-on-one calls this month and you can book yours at callwithbevan.com or click the link in the show notes. Together, we'll explore your damn manifesto, how to find your damn people, and we'll map out how you can bring your big, bold dreams to life. Thanks for joining me today. Let me know if this made you stop and go, damn. If so, leave a comment on the episode, rate and review the show, or reach out on social media. Find me on Instagram at Bevan Farrand or visit my website and let me know what you want to hear next on All the Damn Things.